Hello and welcome to Luke's podcast. I'm Luke. Me is also Luke. And together we are Luke's Luke podcast. Luke. Oh. oh, hey, I was going to tell you something. Okay, we so changed the name. I was home this past weekend and my older brother gave me some critiques on our podcast. Oh, gosh. While also my mom was uh, upset with me because uh, I. Uh, remember stories not like she does where uh i paint her and my dad as the evil air conditioning hoggers in our house (laughs) i've received a few of those critiques motherly critiques as well (laughs) from your mom yes (laughs) we're not i just want to i just want to just want to say i'm not podcasting the whole facts because there's no such thing as a true memory uh what i'm podcasting is how i felt about the situation yeah and that uh, I felt that I was the proletariat, and they were the bourgeoisie, and I needed to seize the beans of air conditioning to cool myself down. <laughs> but my little brother said we should change the name of the podcast. To what? Did he have a suggestion? Um, Luke Who's Talking. <laughs> That's pretty good. Or It was Luke Who's Talking Now. Yeah. I just like Luke Who's Talking better, Luke I Who's think. Talking. It's a little more concise. Yeah, I mean, like, it. it's still a luke's podcast it could be a luke's podcast production right luke who's talking I'm not and a... then we could have a sequel podcast luke who's talking now okay yeah we like, find two other luke's and they're like our interns i i mean i know i know wait wait I, we, you met the other luke yeah you met him there's a luke that was two years older than me in the youth group at my church um i'm right out of luke's now I know a few Lukes, but they're older. We could try and get Luke Bryan on the podcast. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm Gomer Powell. I never uh, played any country music my entire career. I'm the only judge on American Idol that doesn't give any constructive criticism. Yeah. Unless you can't play a guitar. Mm. In that case, I barely give it. Uh, that's it's good feedback. Yeah, I thought you were going to say he was like going to rip into us or something. No, 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 no. I mean... He he definitely understands that this is a podcast of two dudes in a room with some microphones. <laughs> that's good. Just talking. That's what that's what we're it not, is. We're not investigative journalists. <laughs> well, we do the hard hitting stories of uh, Beach Boys trivia on the wrong day <laughs> with incorrect trivia and have uh, such repeating jokes as "What are you gonna do? Watch basketball?" Which is not gonna work uh, starting like a few weeks from now. Are we sure that they're actually gonna play? I th- I think it's pretty sure. Okay. Did you? Th- uh, this this will have to go if we get to the thing later. Did you see that? Uh, J.R. Smith is gonna be on the Lakers. No, I didn't. He's probably gonna be on the Lakers as soon as the thing starts back up. Just because he beat that guy up in L.A. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we'll take him. Yeah. Hey, he he sucked that one guy in L.A. He sounds like a good addition to the team. But he's gonna. He's oh yeah. Uh, th- like ever since they announced the news that he might be going to the Lakers, every single uh like sports related Instagram page has just been posting JR highlights, and all it is is him just dunking on people mm-hmm. and like shooting threes. That's all he is. Yeah, and I was like, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's entertaining. Yeah, he's one of those guys that he's like his highs are so high. And his lows are so low. So he hits a real nice middle. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm surprised it didn't show because he used to play with LeBron on the Cavs, and he had that <laughs> the time where he made 
the basket in his own basket. Oh in, yeah, in a, yeah, in a pretty yeah, yeah. critical moment in the game. That's as well. the LeBron picture where he's like pointing at the other side, like, "What did you do?" Yeah, and now he's with LeBron again, reunited. It would. It'll be like him and LeBron and Anth- Anthony. Anthony Davis. Yeah, Kyle Kuzma. I keep forgetting Kuzma's Rondo. on that team. Who? Rondo. Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo's on the Lakers. I think so. Why do I think that he's on the Celtics for some reason? Well, yeah, that was where he was for a long time. He used to be on the that Celtics. Was who drafted him and won some rings there. He, oh, so he just won some rings here? It's mm-hmm. like how Shaq just moved from the Lakers to the Heat at the end of his career. Well, I mean, he was an integral part of it. like Of the Lakers? Of the Celtics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rondo was, yeah. He, I, I keep getting, for some reason, whenever I think of Rajon Rondo, I know what he looks like. But I keep thinking he looks like Kevin Garnett, and he doesn't look anything like Kevin Garnett. He's one of those guys that in 2K he always looks like an alien, you know, uh, just because like I don't know why, but that's just the way he looks animated. Which which ball brother is on the Lakers? Uh, it used to be Lonzo, but he's on the Pelicans now. Oh, they moved he, to the he got traded for Rondo. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's that's what happened. That one. Whenever I well, see and Anthony Davis too, I guess. Yeah. Whenever I see him, I always think that he's like 15. Cause he looks like a fifteen-year-old, like mm-hmm. in the face. Yeah, he just looks like a kid. I uh, I've been I've been paying attention to the NBA a little bit more because it's the only thing that's coming back. Uh, baseball, hello. It's the only thing that's coming back. <laughs> I'm not. I don't baseball. No, it's only like sixty games though. I feel like that's doable. Sixty games. Yeah, that's like a third of a season, isn't it? I think it's one hundred and eighty games a year, or is one hundred and sixty some games. I mean, even if it's like 160 or 180, that's almost that's either a third or almost a third. Sure, sure. But it'll but, it'll go from like whenever they restart to like October, right? I think so. Yeah. So it'll just be like a small series. Mm-hmm. But you, but if 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 anybody, if any team wins, and they are not the team that people thought was going to win, because there's only 60 games to judge it. That team will always be marked as not good enough for the World Series. Yeah, which is gonna be terrible. Well, that's why I, you know, look at us sounding like a sports talk show right now, <laughs> talking about sports for five minutes. No, but that's why I think uh, what's cool about that, especially with baseball, is I think it's literally anyone's opportunity because there's a lot of teams that start out like usually the Reds start out really hot. Yeah, and then they just all the way down the rest of the season. Maybe this will be the year the Braves will win. Yeah. We're back from the 90s. <laughs> Revitalized. My dad will finally have a reason to say why he watches the Braves every time. I think we got a shot. We, as if I'm a real Braves fan. Do you like the Braves? That's my team, yeah. Oh, you like Okay. But there's so many more baseball teams up here. What do you mean? Like in the closer area? Yeah, in the closer area. My brother was always a big Braves fan, so that's who like, I just knew growing up. Yeah. Um, And so, I don't know, just kind of. Is there anybody else down in the southeast? That's not Florida. Uh, Not Florida. Yeah, other than Florida, I don't think so. Because it's just the Braves, and then you get Texas. Mm -hmm. But Texas is Texas. Yeah, it's its own thing. So there's no. They don't want to be part of us. We don't want to be part of of (laughs) (laughs) them. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like, right there. I was like, are there? Is there anybody like the Carolinas? No, and I mean I like I like the Reds because you know we're their farm club here, and they're the closest team. The Bats so. are the Reds' farm club. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, so you get to see a lot of those guys. Yeah, move up and stuff. So I know 
in Jackson, Mississippi, they have the Mississippi Braves, and they're the Braves Farm Club. And so whenever I would say anything about my dad watching the Braves all the time, people from Mississippi would be like, he watches the Jackson Braves? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we get Mississippi channels in Alabama. He on Twitter and he streams it. <laughs> he watches the YouTube live stream. Yeah. Wherever he... There's no commentary. In... Yeah, it's just baseball. And it's only the pitcher. <laughs> it's only the pitcher. It's from behind the plate. Somebody yeah, it's that brought... weird press box view behind the plate. <laughs> and somebody brought a camera and is just filming it's, the game. It's like a flip camera. Sometimes you can see second base. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why baseball hasn't started already. That's like the easiest social distancing sport because you're outside and everybody's like 50 feet away from each other at least. I thought that I heard... I don't know if it... No, wait. Except it was the catcher and the batter, but... Was it the NBA... That there was like twelve people who were found to have coronavirus. Yeah, that's that's how it's really the NBA's fault that we that we're in this mess. Once Why? Rudy Gobert gets sick and is you know sneezing all over the place and touching every microphone. Yeah, and then and then everybody's like, okay, um, yeah, let's just shut the country down now. Ooh, one last sports thing. Yeah, and then we'll move on to did, more did sports you, talk <laughs> potentially. Did you see? Uh, the Patriots news? Yeah. Cam is a Patriot. Superman Cam. <laughs> What's that? The 2020 season sounds like the weirdest thing I've ever heard of. It's interesting, too. Well, not as interesting, but I, I go on Twitter last night, and I see Trevor Lawrence is, is, is trending. So I it's click Trevor on that. And because everyone's like, oh, no, the Patriots aren't going to draft Trevor Lawrence and start the new dynasty. Thank goodness for Cam Newton. I'm like, you guys are just assuming Trevor Lawrence is going to be... like People are already assuming Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in the NFL history. No. He's, he is a, he's an above-average quarterback in college In college, football. currently, yes. Yeah. You know who else is an above-average quarterback in Terry college? Terry Wilson. Comeback <laughs> cats, baby. Tim Tebow. That's true. Yeah. And where's Tim Tebow now? Playing minor league baseball and giving mediocre, uh, quote-unquote... Christian speeches at random places for high dollar amounts. Absolutely. My mom, my mom, sports, sports, sports. My mom, Jesus, Jesus, sister mom. I want to Mom, baseball, basketball, sports, sports, football, football. Go Gators, Florida. Mom, mom, sports, Jesus, sports, sports, Jesus, 1 John 3.16. Yes. That's every every Tim Tebow uh, speech. Works for me. Look him up. Like any 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 like conference yeah, speech he gives, that's it. That's it. the whole thing. I know it. Oh, insert charity somewhere <laughs> in between sports and mom. Oh man, that's just it's the same thing every time. Don't ever let your charity come between sports and your mom. No. That's what I've learned the hard way. Just, I should have wrote Tim Tebow down as a thing. Well, we've done that before. Yeah, but I just I can just talk about Tim Tebow. He's gonna he's gonna be like our Matt Damon that we just rag on just all the time. One day we'll have Tim Tebow on the podcast, and I'll just talk to him and be like, sports, sports, mom. Mom sports, sports Broncos did you sports. Want a, did you want a Heisman? Yeah. Were you a Heisman winner? I heard recently. How many times did Florida go to the uh, to a bowl game when you were? Remember when you got knocked out of Kentucky and everybody cheered? <laughs> Remember that time when you went to the Broncos and everybody was like, "Man, Tim Tebow's doing really good in the uh, the uh, what is the playoffs?" <laughs> I was about to call it the before season. <laughs> Preseason? In the preseason. <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> Tim Tebow's doing really good in the preseason. He's gonna he's gonna give all these other teams a run for the money. And then they never played you. 
How did that make you feel? Now that you're playing minor league baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say I don't condone knocking people out and cheering for them. That's just just stating a fact. Tim Tebow's book is better than anything Tim Tebow has ever done. All right, then. Let's move on to the real meat and bones of this podcast. I was going to say, too, an interesting fact I wanted to share, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, You said the fun fact earlier. Yeah. So, you know, we did our Beach Boys trivia recently. Yes. Did the did the triv- did the incorrectness of the trivia get reversed? Yeah. It turns out <laughs> Al Jardine did play on that song. <laughs> no. Um, did you know, I heard this recently on a Beach Boys podcast that I listened to religiously, that apparently, so, you know, the MacBook OS um, internet whatever. Safari. Safari is supposedly named after Surfing Safari because it's Safari and you're surfing the web on it. Surfing Safari. I don't know if that's true, but it sounds believable enough to me um, to accept it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, now we can move on to the real meat and bones of this podcast. <laughs> real meat and bones. Yeah. Already, we're doing another wheel again. Yeah. Even though this sounds like a sports podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there, there is sports-related topics on here. Uh, I already spun the wheel. We haven't done a, a, a wheel in a while. A, a wheel in a while? Not wheelie. <laughs> we haven't done a while wheelie. A wheelie while. It's been a wee while since we've done a wheel. A while since we've done a wheelie? We. Wee. Wee wee. <laughs> Let's get to the wheel. Uh, I already spun it. All right, what is it? National Anthems. National Anthems. You had something to say about yeah, National Anthems. I have something anthem. to say about National Anthems. Really, I just have something to say specifically about our National Anthem and the way it's performed. I know a lot of people have beef with it. My beef uh, isn't so much the stylistic choice so much as it is the tempo. You know, if you want to throw some grace notes in there, uh, if you want to Marvin Gaye it up and throw a little uh, R&B soul into it, that's fine. But doggone it, just do it at the right tempo. It's you know, it's a song of victory, right? What's the guy singing about? He, it's well, like victory, I think victorious I, fight. Uh, the America didn't even win in the fight. Doesn't matter. It's still a song the about the flag. Victory. Just didn't burn. There we go. And the flag was victorious. But and that's not even what I'm talking about. But rather, the song just it it should be you know it's not a we don't need to make it a three minute affair of you going. Kids. You know, if you want to do ha, do that at the right tempo. At the end. Sure. You know, it's just, it's a, you know. That, that, uh, you know that, what the best that, rendition uh, of the song is? Michael Bolton. When he forgot oh. the lyrics and then recovered like a boss. Oh, I was singing a different one. That's my favorite. Have you heard the Whitney Houston version? Mm-hmm. That one's good, too. That's a good one. Do you know it's the only time that song's ever charted? Really? Yeah, the only time. Well, uh, do they count Fergie? Oh, no, no, no. I don't think they released Fergie's as a single, though. Fair enough. They yeah. should. Fergie, Fergie's charted differently. Wait, have you seen the Michael Bolton one before? What year was that? Mm, was that the 90s? Early 2000s, I believe. Was that a football game? Was it's, it a, Was it at the Rose Bowl? I think it was at a Cowboys game. Oh. I, don't, I don't remember, though, oh, honestly. Yeah. It's my favorite bad national anthem, like mess-up yeah. national anthem. Because, yeah, at some point he forgets, he forgets the lyrics and looks down at his fingers where he'd written them down. And then everyone, like, boos him, essentially. Yeah. And then he's just kind of like, ah, what are you going to do? But then he finishes it, and um, Michael Bolton's a darn good singer. Oh, yeah, he's great. And just totally nails the rest of the song. And I'm right. like, what a redemption. That was, I encourage everyone to look that up. Pause the podcast and look Michael yeah, Bolton. Pause it, pause it, look it up. We'll wait, but uh, not on here while we're talking. No, we're going to keep talking. Yeah, we're going to keep talking. We'll wait 
metaphorically while you pause yes. us. Or if you just want to mute us and then come back and we'll just be talking about yeah. probably we'll probably still be explaining what's going on. I got a spicy take about national anthems. Please. I think America's national anthem is dumb for two reasons. Why? I think it's dumb. One, because it's so hard to sing. I've had to sing the I've had to sing and play the national anthem, mm-hmm. and I played it. I had I was I had a trombone and I played it. Nice. And I had to sing it at a hockey game. Nice. Was it a solo or with a? With a it was with the choir. Ensemble. Okay. It was with the choir. Cool. And um, it. Wait. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Hockey yeah. game? What kind of hockey game? So Huntsville has like, we have two hockey teams. Okay. We have the Havoc, which is like, they're minor league, and then we have. UAH's Chargers hockey team, and that's like the that's the college, obviously. Okay, gotcha. but like we play, we did it. For, what did we do for? We did it for UAH's hockey team. Okay. So like one, no one was there. Um, but we like my church youth choirs ensemble that I was in sang it, and uh, even the bass part is difficult because you go from like a pretty low note, and like I wasn't like a. Ultra bass, so I'm not hitting that like it's your baritone, kind of more or uh whenever whenever we're in like guy group parts, I have to do baritone. But whenever we're in, we were in like um, you know, just like full ensemble with mm-hmm. the women as well. I had to do bass because okay. like the ultra basses could cover bass notes, and then you just could get one of them to hit the lowest note. Uh, whenever we were doing guy songs, but like if we're like the full ensemble. We need more guys on bass, even though I can I sing baritone better. Okay. Um, my scratchy voice doesn't show that anymore. But so you go from like right the it's the note below the bars, and I don't remember what it is, and that's how great at music I am. But it's that note to I think it might be a G to like a high F. Okay. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. for any bass to do and like it hurt a little bit and it took a lot of practice and it took like we had to practice this song for like a couple like two months at least every single time we ca- we came to practice yeah and like i could only imagine for the girls how hard it was because like sopranos yeah. go like Woo! all over the clefs yep and like it it's it's too hard to sing and that's why people like do it badly and they change it up all the time so they can get it so they can sing it and then also the words aren't really that triumphant well and when i so i had to sing it one time i got to sing it one time yeah and uh i was studying the lyrics and i realized the song it's such a i mean it's not a long song but it's like a minute and a half yeah and but really it's just two questions that are like the first two verses is one question and then the rest of the song is a follow-up question. It's like, you just asked two questions in a minute and a half? What kind of lyric writing is this? Oh, say can you see by, by the, the dawn's, dawn's early light. light. One question. No, continue. Oh, that's continuation? Yeah. What so proudly we hailed at Twilight's Last Gleaming. Okay, so that that's literally, can you see what we're seeing right now yeah. in the morning? Yeah, can you see what we saw last night? Can you see can that you see right morning? now? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, can you see that? And then... What's so gladly we hailed? Right, we did that. that okay, and that's why like, that's, Who's broad stripes? Who's broad stripes and bright stars? Through the perilous fight. Through the perilous fight. Over the ramparts we watched. We're so, so gladly. Ga- gallantly? Uh, I think so. Gallantly streaming. streaming. So it's, is that the, is that the end of that question? 
that might still be the, the same the, question, honestly. So, so right there, it's like the flag. <laughs> the flag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I'm talking about right here is the flag. Yeah, so let's see. I was saying, can you see by the dawn's early life, what's the probably here at the class? That's going to be who's probably... Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, the flag. I mean, you could say still. I mean, it's the same question in a different way. Can you put a semicolon in a question? I don't know. If you did, that guy did. I forget his name now. Francis Scott Key. Thank you. I, was, I didn't want to say something wrong. I was thinking Stephen Foster, but I know that's not true. <laughs> David Foster Wallace. <laughs> there we go. Andrew Lloyd Writer Webber. of Infinite Jest. <laughs> hold on. Hold yes. on. Um, uh, then it's... Uh, wait, wait, wait. And the rocket's red glare. And the rocket's red the glare. Bombs the bombs bursting in air. air. Gave, gave proof, proof through the, the night that, that our flag, flag was, was still there. there. So it's like a statement so inside statement, of this yeah. question. And then again, oh say, does that Star Spangled Banner yet wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave? Another question. So so it's really like, did you notice that uh, the flag was up at night and now it's still, still up? there. But we're losing? Yeah. Good for us. Because we're the land of the free and the home of the brave, which is what everybody remembers from that song. Because it's a good line. And it's like a good definition for what you want your country to be. Sure. But like an end of a song does not a whole song make. In That's that true. case, a lot of songs would be really weird. Man, there's a Almond Brothers song. Uh what is it called? Ah oh, darn it. Uh Wasted Words. Yeah. It's a, about a five minute song. It's a longer song. The very last line of it. So it's like a conversation. He's saying something to presumably a woman. Right. And then at the end, the very last line of the song is, by the way, this song is for you to say to me. And I'm oh. like, well, that just, there's that a proof. the song. They're like, why, why, what are we doing here? That's like. The, still a good song. But that'd still. be like, if we if we judge songs by the end, we'd have to judge Running Down a Dream by Tom Petty by the fact that he goes, for all the tape listeners on here, turn to side B. That's not what the song's about. <laughs> I mean, that sums it up. I guess it sums it up the song. That's what it's about. So I think that we should replace the national anthem with something else, because it's also about the War of eighteen twelve, which is a weird war. We've we've talked about it before. We, we have talked about the War yes. of eighteen twelve. We talked about the Not significance of learning about the War of eighteen twelve. That's true, because it's a weird war. It's just a war where we were like, "Hey, Britain, stop, stop it. Yeah. We're a country now. Didn't we already do this? Stop, stop conscripting our soldiers into your navy. Stop it." And then Britain's like, "We're gonna burn your house." <laughs> And other things as well. Easy, okay. But yeah, that's 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 kind of just. It, we should replace it, preferably with a Conway Twitty song. Mm. It'd be perfect. I'm not so sure that would or, be appropriate. Uh, there's, there's like I know there's movements to get it changed to America the Beautiful, or uh, <laughs> for some reason God bless the USA. Which uh, I would not be okay with. And I'm proud to be an American. Actually, America, like, especially if the Ray Charles version specifically of America the Beautiful mm-hmm. was our national anthem, yeah. that would be awesome. Stop right now uh, on the podcast and listen to the Ray Charles version Seriously. of uh, America the Beautiful. Absolutely. It's very pretty. Oh, it's the best. Um, that would actually be really cool. <laughs> I was about to say, but he's dead. That doesn't make any difference. What? <laughs> I was about to go, but he's dead. Oh, that doesn't make yeah, like any Francis difference. Francis Scott Key's still living, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. but like, I think I think it needs to change. Like, it's okay. it's a fine song, but it it kind of America's not like 
I think we decided it was the national anthem in like the fifty, the eighteen fifties, eighteen sixties, so like that. We just kept it, yeah. but like a lot of other countries have better national anthems. The French national anthem is really good. That's not a really good one to start off with. If we're talking about America, um, I don't like the UK's national anthem. Well, I was actually going to bring up the UK's national anthem. God save the Queen, it's, aka or King. It's funny to me because, like, that's that would be Scotland's national anthem technically. Yeah, and they say crush rebellious the... Scots to crush, and I'm like, I love that they have to sing that. Like, that doesn't seem right. I've heard, I've heard that they just don't sing it. Well, that's like the, one of the last verses. I'm sure they just never get that far yeah. anyway. But Oh Canada, that's a great song. Our home and native land. Um, it's a terrible country, but the Soviet Union's song was pretty ballin'. <laughs> All right. South Korea's national anthem's really good. Okay. Stop the stop yeah, it right here. Stop Go it. listen to South Korea and look up the English translation of it. Okay. Well, we should probably move on. This has been some good conversation. Yeah. I mean, I just, plenty of topics. I, I have a lot. Of yeah, yeah. I appreciate appreciate okay. that. That's good. See. Good discussion. No, I don't want an ad for camping. Not right now. They're Not listening. here. They're listening to us. Uh, 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 uh. We almost had another one of yours. Oh, that was mine. Wow. Yeah, Pretty we cool. have one of mine. Yeah, good. It's takeout. Okay, I'm curious to hear what you have to say so, about takeout. So, because of the coronavirus, a lot of restaurants have either just shut down for a little while. Or forever. Oh, yeah, or forever. We're looking at you, Italian table. What else are we looking at? Who who else shut down forever? I heard one in Lexington did. Which which one? I don't know. It was apparently a popular one that just shut down. <sighs> Save a lot in Lexington shutting down. R.I.P. Save a lot. Apparently they're the best fried chicken in Lexington. Save a lot. That's what I heard. The grocery store. Yep. Best fried chicken in Lexington. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Never had it. Kentucky never fried will. chicken. Kentucky fried chicken is the worst fried chicken in the state of Kentucky. What about the original Kentucky fried chicken? In Corbin? Yeah. I mean, it's still just a Kentucky fried chicken. What if they just do it differently there? They're remodeling it. Are they really? I mean, I don't know if it's different. I don't think it's different. Keep yes, the they are remodeling it. Keep the past the past. Uh, But... <laughs> No, a lot of these restaurants have either been shutting down or translating into like some type of takeout. Yeah. But most takeouts that you get from like a sit-down restaurant, like like a Mimi's or like a like an Applebee's, not Applebee's. Applebee's has a thing for takeout. I'm trying to think of places that don't have things for takeout. Bravo, Chewy's, J. Alexander's, uh, BJ's, places like that. That they they have takeout, but like you have to go in and you have to like talk to them and be like hey i want oh, this to go gosh. stuff like that talking to people. these places they don't really know how to do takeout some of them a lot of the local ones around here and i noticed a lot of the local ones in huntsville when i've been down there they've really done pretty good about it yeah and lo- a lot of local ones down in mississippi also have too yeah i was gonna say i feel like the local guys have, have nailed the takeout oh yeah like we got we got something from uh there's for people who don't live here there's a sushi place Called Dragon King's Daughter. We have a restaurant here called Dragon King's Daughter, but it's yes. not a sushi place. It has sushi there. But it's not a sushi place. The sushi thing's like the biggest thing on the menu, though. But it's like a Korean fusion thing. Is it Korean? I think it's Korean fusion. Oh. It's, an, it's, it's, Korean, it's a Asian restaurant. Sure. Fusion. Okay. Asian fusion. Yes. But we got takeout from them. They had it down to a science. Like we ordered it online, I called them to check like what's what what I need to do. They told me just come in. So like you walk in the door, they have a table right there where you like get your food. If you're getting there and you're paying for it right there, you have like 
this thing that they can wipe down super easily. Perfect. Just right there. And then another night we got takeout from Cracker Barrel. <laughs> and uh, that was weird. <laughs> Cracker Barrel is definitely not meant for takeout at all. Because, <laughs> like, they have curbside. But <laughs> I read a bunch of stuff. Which they've had for a while. Yeah, but it doesn't work. <laughs> you could go online and you're like, I'm out here. And I did that. And I said there for like 10 minutes and nobody brought my food and it was ready that's all part of the cracker barrel experience (laughs) you wait on your food for like an hour but (laughs) then then the best part was i went inside and like it just looks the same like it's just the store and everything yeah and there was just nobody behind the counter there's like nobody anywhere and i like walked up to the counter and somebody like sprinted out of the kitchen (laughs) It was like, they were like, oh, what's the name on your order? And I was like, um, Romine? And they were like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And they run back to the kitchen and go and grab it. And they hand it to me. They're like, do you need anything else? And I'm like, do you need anything else? I, 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 don't, I don't think so. Thank you. And they're like, okay, great. And then, and then as they were leaving, they went, have a good day. It's like, they're not prepared for this. That like You hate to see that. But when I was trying to think of restaurants that weren't prepared for this, I thought of Applebee's and Chili's Mm. and Olive Garden, Mm. the devil. And you understand uh, like the three worst restaurants there are. Hey, hey, I like Chili's. I know it's not good. It's not terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's not one of the worst. I rag on people for liking Olive Garden, but I like I can't say anything because I like Chili's. Chili's is just kind of like. It's generic, like, you're going to a franchise restaurant yeah. food. It's like people who don't like Mexican food or American food. They just go there because then yeah. they're like, oh, I guess this is food. There's a steak here, and then I also have super spicy Frito Dorito baked potato. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think that's a thing. It's on the secret menu. <laughs> it's on the secret menu. But, like, they had a system in place for this entire thing. And, like, that's not even saying about other places, like, Texas Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Texas Roadhouse? It's on Shelbyville. Oh, I've seen it. They have like a perfect system, and it, they, they didn't. They don't have any lines, and I'm over there a lot. And that place is always crowded too. Yeah, and like they were going through it. I don't understand why a lot of these restaurants are having such a big issue when they have so many other examples around them doing better. Like, why can't Chewy's have a better system? then I have to call you and either stay in my car or go inside. And when I go inside, I can't even go fully inside. And then you can't even, like, give me my food. Like, it doesn't even make sense. It's just confusing. And it's irritating. And, I mean, I know we're, this is, like, a rant at the end of the, like, first wave or what something. Sure. But, like, <laughs> it's just, it's it's frustrating. Yeah. And, and you know what? Luke's podcast is a place where we can bring our frustrations. Yeah. I want, I, I like I, I want people to know about this because I p- feel like other people have this frustration. Well, I try to avoid those restaurants typically. Oh yeah. So, I mean, but perhaps other people don't. But like most people don't. Okay. I don't you're think right. you're right. I don't think you're right. Everybody is like super adventurous with food because some people just they just like the things they know. Yes. Like uh, you met my friend Lane. I have yeah. Lane is he's not picky. 
he just has he's not adventurous. Yeah, he he's not adventurous. He has sensitive taste buds. Okay. But he knows what he likes. Sensitive taste buds. They're, they're very sensitive. I'd rather be called picky, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's like like we'll we'll take him to a place and like if he sees something and like he gets it explained to him, he'll be like, I'll try that. He's not like we took him to a Korean restaurant one time and he would have hated it if he didn't know anything about it, but like we explained everything to him and he loved it because it's just literally meat and noodles and some sauce. Nice. It's not like mind-blowing revolutionary. Yeah. But like, it, most people aren't as adventurous as Augustus or other people we know. No, no, it's, uh, it takes us an elite It takes person. a certain person. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it, it requires an exquisite taste, if you will. It takes somebody to know that they like kimbap more than sushi, like the regular plebeian. But no, like some people just like chain restaurants. Yeah, that's how it is. That's cool. And these chain restaurants need to get their act together. Yeah, I know it, man. That's not even talking about fast food restaurants. Because Chick Fil A's got it. All right, what's next on the wheel? Let's go on the wheel. Wheel. Ow. Wheel, 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 wheel. That actually hurt my tongue. Hmm. Oh, it hit takeout again. You want a band-aid? <laughs> a band-aid for my tongue? Yeah. Is my band-aid still on? Oh my gosh, where'd my band-aid come off? Well, I don't want to... I hope I don't find the answer to that later. We got uh, another one of mine. Okay. Yeah, we kind of talked about it at the beginning. NBA. It's the NBA. <laughs> All right, well, let's hear your specific thoughts on what you want to say here. About so, the when I was in high school, I really liked watching the NBA... And then as I was in, like, I think the last time that I actually paid attention to the NBA, the last game I remember was Kobe's last game. And me and my friend Bobby watched that in somebody else's bunk bed on the top. Both of you. Yeah. We were both sitting in the bunk bed. It was a twin bunk bed. Okay. <laughs> watching the game in somebody else's room <laughs> at night. That's fair. But uh, plus you had the Warriors trying to oh my gosh get to seventy two on the other the other game as well. We didn't care about that game. Yeah, we we watched Kobe. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather watch Kobe get like sixty. What was it? Sixty one. Sixty one. I think so. It's like just an ungodly amount of points. Yeah. But I haven't really paid attention to the NBA since then. Like I, I I know some of the players. There's a lot of new ones apparently. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but also like. I don't pay attention to NCAA basketball. Like I don't pay attention to many NCAA sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but because there's nothing to do anymore, and uh, there aren't very many new episodes of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives, Chopped, or Guys Grocery Games going on right now, mm-hmm. uh, my comfort food has been rewatching old NBA games <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know how many of them go, especially because they've been playing some from like. 2016, 17, 18, and last year. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know how these games turn out. Sure. It's really fun. Like, who's going to win, the 76ers or the Pacers? We've definitely had some good finals since then. Uh Oh, no, I did. I did watch the game where the Raptors win uh, with Kawhi's, like, shot where he sits down and yeah. falls down on his butt. Uh-huh. Was that the championship? Um, or was that was that like the conference championships? Who were they playing? Seventy Sixers. That would have been conference finals. Those conference finals. Yeah. Okay. Because I re- I remember like right after that, Joel Embiid is like on camera. And he's like really really sad. <laughs> Poor Joel. Yeah. Um. But like, I'm really getting back in the NBA. Like it's fun. Yeah. It's cool watching people get dunked on. I I think you and me both should become Memphis Grizzlies fans. 
All right, here's why I, I have to say like, no. Okay, why? <laughs> tell me why, and then I'll tell you why. <laughs> um, I went to school in North Mississippi, an hour from Memphis. Yeah. Everyone was Grizzlies fans. Exactly. <laughs> you have a connection. <laughs> I, I, people wanted me to come to Grizzlies games. My friend Bobby, who I was talking about, he worked at the uh, FedEx Forum. Mm-hmm. He sold frozen lemonade. Nice. Yeah. Is, is that. Okay. I have tied myself to the Pacers. Uh, so you can jump on the Pacers bandwagon with me. Pacers today. bandwagon? They're the closest team to here. So. Uh, it's Pacers. And the next closest team is like. Probably Memphis. Or the um, Pistons. Uh, Cleveland would be closer than Detroit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Cavs, Pistons. Maybe even Charlotte might even be closer than Detroit. No. Uh, I think Detroit's like seven hours away. I think Detroit is seven or eight hours away, yeah. and I know Charlotte is nine and a half. I don't think it's that long. I think it's nine and a half. All right, well, because you can't regardless. go to like a full interstate to get there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we don't have to get. Let's this. talk about the directions to get right. there. Anyway, I was just saying the Grizzlies have a really good young core. I think they're going to be fun to watch. Who's on the Grizzlies? Got John Morant, who's okay. a stud. Um, Jaron Jackson, okay. really solid uh, young big dude. And Brandon Clark is just like super athletic, big guy. Kind of a how old are these people? John Morant's a freshman. Brandon Clark's a freshman. Jaron Jackson's a sophomore. Two years essentially. So so they have a lot of young, like really young dudes. They're like our age. Yeah, it'd be oh, like watching weird. our buddies play ball, man. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> don't they? Who's their oldest player? Like, what's it? I don't know. Um, isn't is Raymond Green still on that team? Jermaine Green was never on the Grizzlies. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Andre Iguodala? No. No. Russell, Marcus Gasol? No. They got uh, Valanciunas. He no. was on the, the Raptors. He's no. older now. Um, oh, my gosh. <sighs> what is his name? It's not Russell Westbrook. I know where Russell Westbrook is. I don't know. Zach Randolph? Maybe. I think. Rudy Gay? No, I don't know what I'm thinking okay, of right well. now. I, I, I'm still trying to get the rosters down. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because they keep changing. Well, just come like the Pacers with me. I, I only, I only know, uh, pre- I only know averagely well, the Lakers, mm-hmm. the Bucks, mm-hmm. uh, the Timberwolves for some reason. Mm-hmm. I only know the Jazz because one of my old roommates is a really big Jazz fan. Okay, for some reason. Michael, if you're listening, you could fuse me. Um, the Raptors and Golden State. Okay. I don't know anybody on this side. That's fair. Yeah. Should we go to the next topic? You want to go to the next one? Let's. Why not? Like we're cruising along here. Come on, let's do it. I don't want to turn the sound. What else are we gonna do? Watch basketball. Oh hey. Sting and Shaggy. Sting and Shaggy. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, where where to begin with these two? So let's start with Sting. Uh huh. How about I, I'll say a little about Sting. You say a little about Shaggy. How about that? Okay. Because <laughs> I don't really know anything about Shaggy. Sting, of course, the front man for the police for the longest time. Right. That's how everybody knows him. Um, he's a singing bass player. So. Very. That's not a thing you hear about a lot. No, not too often. No. But uh, you know, as a bass player myself, I I appreciate that. Uh, but you know, very really good songwriter. 
Mm-hmm. Um, interesting voice. It's kind of like, is this like an English guy from Jamaica? Like, what's going on here? You know what <laughs> I mean? Is, is he an English guy who has the pronunciation of a Scottish man trying to speak Welsh? Yeah. Who's in, in the islands, <laughs> in the Caribbean <laughs> who, islands. Who, who, who's, who like grew up in the Caribbean. Right. <laughs> exactly. So talented dude, solid bass player. I like his voice. He's got a cool voice. It's good. Um, it's very distinct. But then he's been hanging out. He's been making a lot of music with Shaggy recently. I've only listened. I think I've only listened to one of those songs. Which one is it? I don't know. That's the point. I think they remade "Message in a Bottle." <laughs> it's like totally different. Why? I don't know. That doesn't sound good. This. <laughs> Hold on. I can't. Does Sting sing like the verse, and then Shag goes, "Message Nah, it's like uh, maybe that's just somebody else did a remix of it, but it's uh, it's like different melody line, a different melody line in it, I think. Okay, I don't remember how it goes. But. Do you want me to talk about Shaggy? Yeah, well, we even thought about Shaggy. How about so? <laughs> my first experience with Shaggy, like a lot of people our age, was with the movie Barnyard, mm. because for some reason a giant rat sings Boombastic. Which is not a song appropriate for the movie Barnyard, um, but Shaggy doesn't have very many appropriate songs in the first place. They're not very child friendly. No, uh, this isn't the Shaggy you grew up with in Scooby Doo. No, this isn't him. This is—I don't even think he's Jamaican. I think he's from America, but like, and his voice doesn't even sound like how he sings. So maybe that's what—maybe that's how they bonded. They were like, hey, you don't sound like you're where you're from, and neither do I. Let's make some music. Maybe they're switching voices slowly over time. And right now we're in the midpoint. Yeah. But Shaggy sings songs, and all the songs that he's on, he has somebody else who you can understand what they're saying. Like balance it out. Like, you know the song, It Wasn't Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The guy who's on there. You can understand him. Oh yeah, clear as day. <laughs> he'd be like, "It wasn't me." And then, uh, what's the what's the last thing he says before Shaggy starts singing all the time? I don't know. I'm not that familiar with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He goes, and then he'll go like, <laughs> and you're like, you understand that? He goes, <laughs> and it's like, <sighs> he, <sighs> I know he's reggae. And I'm not into reggae. Like, I can kind of get behind Bob Marley, mm-hmm. sometimes Ziggy Marley's reggae stuff. The cool Running soundtrack. Amazing. Uh, okay. Um, and I've listened to the Snoop Lion album. So you could tell I'm a real reggae fan. Absolutely. But I just, it's it's not my thing. And, like, other reggae artists, you could understand them. Yeah. Why can't you understand Shaggy? Like, <laughs> I remember, I think it was in high school. Uh, there was a guy that I knew who could could do all of the Shaggy verses in "It Wasn't Me," and it was the first time that I ever knew that he was speaking English because mm-hmm. I thought that he was speaking like 
an island language sure. or something. Yeah. And it was also when I learned that I, I think Shaggy isn't actually from the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I think he's from like Florida. Close enough. And so it's one of those things where it's like, who is this man? What is? Why is he the way he is? I don't know, but him yeah. with Sting. Yeah, because Sting's another guy you can't really yeah. understand that well. Sting, how would you describe Sting music? Um, like his his music, his music. Yeah, because it's adult contemporary. Uh, it's what Bono always wanted to be, but the Edge took him away from it. It's like jazz meets. Uh, I don't know. It's like you want to go to sleep. R&B, maybe. Yeah, it's like you want to go to sleep and have a panic attack. It's like jazz meets yacht rock, but not with the <laughs> well, without the rock. It's like it's like the soft ballads of ska. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the best way I can think of it. It's not. It's it's such a niche thing. Yeah. Which which makes me sad because like I like Sting, yeah, but it just his, some of his music is just like it, it doesn't make sense. I don't get it, man. And also like there's that one Family Guy joke where it's like you can only hear the ending of Sting songs because he's like <laughs> on the winds of the day. It's like ah, oh, I, I heard that. That's the title. But also Dave Matthews is kind of like that. Yeah, but maybe he should jump in, make it a trio. Oh, there we go. It could be uh, they could redo. Satellite featuring Sting and Shaggy, then no one will know what that song's about. Perfect. Because Dave Matthews can sing the first verse, then Sting can hit the chorus. Nobody knows that it's about by then. And then Shaggy gets the next verse. Then nobody definitely knows what it's about. Perfect. And then suddenly everyone understands. Yeah. Suddenly everybody's like, this is a musical masterpiece, and it's nominated for Record of the Year. Uh, rock single of the year, reggae single of the year, yeah. uh, best pop duo performance for some reason, something in the new world category, might even sweep the classical category. Like newcomer, new artist of the year. And it's because they're not really sure, not really sure, they'll do uh, <laughs> they'll put it in spoken word. <laughs> I'm just imagining like it's in spoken word for some reason. There's like, oh, well, I mean. They're talking, I think. It's just not the same. Uh, do you want to know what our next subject is? Yeah. Hacky. Hockey. Hacky. Okay, what, do you, what, do, what did you want to talk about with hockey? You know, I I like hockey. Okay. There, I said it. It's not a really controversial no, uh, thing. It, well, no one around here likes hockey. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know about that. No, Luke, no one around here. Absolutely 0% of this population <laughs> likes hockey. I'm not hockey. saying absolutely zero. It's more of a soft absolute than, you know, an absolute absolute. The only people around here that like hockey are Canadians. There's not really, you know, with the Predators getting good uh, the past few years, God, people have been buying, like, Predators hats and stuff. But I'm like, that's not red. You're not real. You're They're not just on the fan. bandwagon. Exactly. It's like what happened whenever the Titans got, like, really good that one year. Yeah. Everybody yeah. got Titans gear. Uh-huh. And then the next year, you could go to a thrift store and buy all the Titans gear again. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I know there's a guy named P.K. Subban. So I, I'm a fan now. Yeah. He's not yeah. even there anymore. I don't even know what number he is, even though I have the jersey. I think it was 77. Anyway, uh, I it's interesting, though. I think hockey could be good here because, to me, hockey is like it's it's like basketball and soccer. So you have the speed 
of basketball. Mm-hmm. It's up and down. It's back and forth. It's you know some flying action, right? Right. But it's it's the in a way, soccer's more exciting because you it's like the excitement's less. You know what I mean? So then when there is a moment of excitement, it's kept up over time. It's elevated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because like basketball, there's exciting moments, but you know, you're kind of just watching the same thing over and over again. Right. And I, I say that as basketball is my favorite sport to watch. Um, but I, I feel like it, it should be bigger here, and I don't know why it's not. That's really all I wanted to say. I had a friend in college, and she really liked hockey. And uh, she was a Penguins fan. Ugh. And um, I didn't know anything about hockey, but she could talk about hockey for like an hour, yeah. I think, before she, I don't know. But Where she what? She would just give up because we weren't oh, listening. Okay. I was like, <laughs> something <laughs> She talked about the hockey so much that. She would just pass out. She was so excited. She'd start getting cold sweats. I don't know. <laughs> Blood would be coming from her pores. <laughs> She would get really mad about that one game in 08. It's a really strange phenomenon. One time I, I, I went to her house in Olive Branch, Mississippi, and like they ha- her parents had this one room that used to be like a sunroom that they turned into like a theater room, and they were just watching the Penguins. And it was like, this is what you do, I guess, if you're a hockey fan. Now why not? But that's like the only experience I've had like directly with hockey. Mm-hmm. I've been to hockey games, and I never paid attention to them. Uh, besides the one that I sang at. Was it fun? Are hockey games fun to go to? I've never been. Uh, you've never been to a hockey game? No, why would I? Uh, is there no hockey around here? Nashville. Is Nashville the Columbus. closest? Yeah, Nashville's closest. Oh my gosh. I mean, we have, we had two hockey teams in Huntsville, like I said before. Right. Uh, I went to, I've been to both games, but like, I've been to a couple Havoc games before. I don't even, I mean, we might have some type of club you know amateur club team around here but not like nothing like no minor league or nothing um i mean it's pretty fun it's it's like baseball not baseball basketball yeah it's like basketball but like i think more happens in basketball because it's easier to it's not easier to get a basket but like it happens more yeah it happens way more because like there's nobody directly guarding the basket yeah uh it it's paced like soccer, but it moves like basketball. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, the first time I ever went to a hockey game, as far as I remember, uh, there was a t-shirt cannon. Yes. And I got hit in the head. Did you keep the t-shirt? Yeah, I used to wear it all the time. Oh, cool. As like a sleep shirt, too. But um, I got hit in the head with a t-shirt, and I thought people were throwing cups at me. And I started crying. <laughs> what? I don't I, I don't know. You thought the t-shirt was people throwing cups at you? Yeah, I thought somebody threw a cup at me. But I got hit in the head with a t-shirt. And then my mom was like, no, you got a t-shirt. And I was like, what? How? I got hit in the head with a cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you get hit in the head with a cup, you get a t-shirt. Yeah, they, but they shot me in the head with a t-shirt. Yeah. That was it. Huh. It, was, it just had the... Uh, like the logo for the Havoc on it. Mm-hmm. And then on the back, it had their sponsors. And that was it. It was just a black and white t-shirt. All right. It was, it was nice. It yeah. was like, I think it was like an extra large when I was like eight. So like, it only began fitting me like maybe two years ago. <laughs> like, like finally fitting me. I, yeah, I have yeah. outgrown it since. Okay. But like, I actually think that it's on my t-shirt quote now. But a hockey game's fun. Um... I still don't understand why they fight all the time. That I, I think that's just because I'm not a hockey fan. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I also don't understand how the penalty box works. Like, I get that you're taking a man out of the game, but like, yeah. for like five minutes. I think it's usually like two. Yeah, I mean, like if you have compounded interest over your uh, your total your total penalties, right? <laughs> like, he's got two penalties with twenty percent interest APR. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that's how they calculate it. Yeah, you know, you know about these refs in uh, hockey. Well, I've seen there is like one ref. I don't know if he's still refing, but they have this one guy who's like everyone loves him. Yeah, and that net like there's no sport that everyone loves a ref in America. Uh, the uh, like Ed is probably the closest in NFL. There is a boxing ref I know of that um, people like him because every single time that he is the referee of the boxing game, boxing game, boxing match, uh, he's like super excited about what's happening like in the fight, and his eyes are like really wide, and he's going like, "Ooh!" But boxing's not like a super major sport, though. A super what? Like super major sport, though. Uh, you know, which so, people only watch boxing I mean. if it's like the two big guys yeah. going against each other. Well, now it's like UFC more than anything too. I don't like UFC. I mean, it's like you, if it's it's literally has to be like the two biggest guys in boxing for people to have a mass interest in it. UFC to me seems like there are some guys there who are really into martial arts and they're really good at what they do, and there's other guys who just want to beat people up. And I don't like the guys watching the guys that I don't like watching the guys that are there to beat people up. I like watching the guys who like they know what they're doing and they know how to do it very well. And so like they're actually giving like a good fight. Yeah. Like uh I don't know. Uh the, the controversial opinion, I don't like Conor McGregor. I think he just and he's good at what he's doing because he's stronger than everybody else. No. Yeah. That's about it. You want to do one more? Yeah, it's uh, camping regulations. <laughs> you put it on here. Yeah, that's a let's let's do a different one. Do <laughs> a different one. Yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I have I have four on here, and you have one left. Perfect. I hope it's the one I really want to talk about. You that one. <laughs> we'll do it fairly. I hope it's the one that's like five seconds for me. <laughs> Oh no, it's one of mine. Okay. <laughs> Bathroom reviews. <laughs> Bathroom reviews? Yes. So I thought about this. Cause not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before, me and my wife went with two of our friends who are a newlywed couple that he he the husband just moved up here. Uh we went to Cincinnati and we went to Jungle Gyms International Market. And uh before we had gone there, I only knew three things about Jungle Gyms. Uh, one, it's crazy. There's so much stuff in there. They have a giant statue dedicated to Tony the Tiger. Super weird. Uh, they also have, the other thing was that they have the largest selection of international food products, I think, in the East. Like, in in just one store. Like this side of the Mississippi. Yeah, this side of the Mississippi. I didn't want to say that. Sounded like somebody from Mississippi. <laughs> but like, they they have the largest selection in one store. Because you could make the argument that New York City has the largest selection. But like, Jungle Gyms has the largest in one store. And there's two of them. Okay. And the other thing that I knew was that they had apparently America's greatest bathrooms. I beg to differ. Okay. 
So you walk into Jungle Gyms, mm-hmm. and there's a t- first of all, there's a toy store to your left, three restaurants to your right, mm-hmm. and then like a makeup store, and then you have some stuff that's like you know when you go to Kroger and they're in the bins, it's like a dollar for one of these. It's like that. Then you go, you look to your right, like slightly up, and there's two porta potties. Okay. Okay. And they have TVs above them. Oh, okay. That's yeah. And the TVs are playing advertisements and news junk or news things about jungle gyms. Are they nice porta potties? Hold on. Okay. Sorry. So those are the bathrooms, obviously. So you open the door to the porta potty. And it's a bathroom, like a full oh, bathroom. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a Narnia situation. Yeah, it's like a full bathroom back there. I like that. But see, here's the thing. When you think of like the nicest bathroom, let's have many of these are in that bathroom. Like 40 urinals. Yeah. Um, each one has its own hand sanitizer. Yeah. Um, plenty of stalls, just real nice and clean. Yeah. But it's nice to have the whole place to myself, too. It's also designed nice on the walls, like yeah, it's not boring. Yeah, good color. You know, I mean, it's kind of brown. Air conditioned well. Oh yes, paper well, towels. Well lit, but not in like a okay. I feel a little too exposed, kind of. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Paper towels, hand dryers, and those weird Dyson things that you mm-hmm. stick your hands I'm, in. I, I'm a big fan of those for all three people. Uh, soap. Two yeah, types of soap. Well, I'm fine with just the one. Working hot and cold water. Yeah. Do you think what what do you automatic think? automatic In, faucets individual sinks or like the big trough sink? No, individuals. For individual sure. sinks. Yeah. Yeah. Tra- multiple trash cans. Multiple. Yeah. yeah. T- good tile floor. Like freshly cleaned. Not white you know, tile floor. Like, like if like if they have someone specifically, their job is to keep up with the bathrooms. You yeah. Know? That's what they do. Yeah. That's why they were hired. Uh, plungers in the stalls. Actually, don't like that. I think you don't like that. that? Should be a that should be a management, not a management. That should be a staff thing. I I I only like it because like if you so accidentally get the sto- the toilet clogged, then like you could probably do some damage control, you know. Yeah. And then you get somebody else to go in there just to make sure. Like you you want to make sure that you can flush the toilet, but you want to get them in there so they make sure the toilet keeps flushing. Okay. You know what I mean? No. Uh, That's okay. But you also got like like uh, the scents coming out of the toilets, so mm-hmm. that nothing smells like yeah. duty. Uh, the little toilet seat covers. You like the covers? No, just just for the people who do. Oh, like the paper covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Just I'm so like, you. just for the people who like that. Like, I'm fine without them. Okay, it's whatever for me. But like, you heard it here this first. bathroom in Jungle Gyms mm-hmm. is a normal bathroom. What's special about it? It's just a normal bathroom. Just single. No, 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 no. Like it's like multi stall. It had it had four stalls, one handicap stall, five urinals, four sinks. Uh, the sink area was dimly lit. It had paper towels and automatic hand dryer, automatic uh, soap dispenser, automatic, um, what do you call it? Hand sinks? dryer? Automatic sinks. Faucets. I thought of one other thing. Yeah. The best thing about Europe is that all the stalls the are, are like closets. Oh. Like not a stall. It's like oh, you are in your own yeah. little room. You're in your own little world. You And you just create in that world. You know, you <laughs> fill it. You multiply you know, <laughs> like you're fulfilling your role when you when you're in that world. That that I I would also add bidets on there. Never been the one with a bidet. Bidets are but, dope. All right. Um. Anyway, but continue. It's just a normal bathroom. Okay. Yeah. Not a big. It's just it's just a normal bathroom. Okay, I understand. And like they were like America's greatest bathroom. Come the on. news things said number one rated bathroom. Come on. If they wanted to be funny, they should have said number two. You know, I would call it a creative bathroom. 
Because of the way you enter. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah, it's creative. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And the women's restroom is the same. I didn't go in the women's restroom. But you heard reports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you could, you could see in when the door was open because the door opens really. You were looking. You were looking in. No, I'm not like I'm not like staring in it. You you, you peeked. No, I just like like I looked because I saw the door open. Because like when he sees a door open, sometimes you just like, huh? Because you see somebody according to your eye. Mm-hmm. I just saw it. And I was like, "Oh, it's it's a bathroom." Mm, okay, it's just a bathroom. Sure, it's just a bathroom. Yeah, it's just a bathroom. But these bathrooms are just bathrooms. They're not the greatest bathrooms. Okay. Well, I, yeah. They're, they're, do, do people so a lot of people think they are though, or is it just like Jungle Gems thinks it is? And not only that, but like they also like they weren't even designed super cute. 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 Get me to say cool. Cute. They weren't even designed super cool. Like. The walls were green and kind of looked like they had like a hill on them. And then there was a gazelle. That was it. An art deco gazelle. Hmm. It was dumb. And uh, I'm really wondering if there are like, like who these bathroom reviewers are, where they are, what they're doing. Because obviously they've never been to a Bucky's. That's literally what I was thinking of yeah. when you asked me, like, the nicest bathroom. Bucky's is the nicest Bucky's. bathroom. Oh, my gosh. People made fun of me when I came back to college after the summer that we went to Texas, and I had, like, pictures of Bucky's bathrooms, because there's just stalls. Immaculate. And, like, urinals lining 40 the walls. urinals. It was amazing. Each with their own hand sanitizer. Yeah. And it's great. And like private, you have like walls. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Oh man. And it's not like too large a wall, no. so that you can't see somebody when you're walking in. Sure. It's a perfectly angled wall. Bucky's is the best bathroom. Best bathrooms. I don't know why people are trying to be like, this place has the best bathroom. No, it's not a Bucky's. Bucky's is the best bathrooms. They're also super clean. Oh They yeah. have oh, enough yeah. sink space. Yeah. They have changing room space in their regular stalls. Bucky's has the best bathrooms. And that is my bid to ask uh, Bucky's to put a Bucky's on 65 in Kentucky. I was and sponsor us and sponsor us. Yeah, because uh, we could be Bucky Kentucky. There you go. Boom. Can Bucky be in Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think join us next week. We're gonna review some bathrooms. Yeah, we're gonna go to every bathroom in Louisville, even private residences. Well, that I think we might need more than a week. Uh, it'll be an ongoing saga. Okay. <laughs> Part one. Ooh, wait, wait. Before we go. Of our number two reviews. Of our number two reviews. Yeah. Before we go. There is a um there is an app that me and my friends used to have when we were in like high school and we'd all gotten iPhones. Uh it was called Places I Poop. And you could drop pins in places you pooped and review the place you pooped. Um a pen in a toilet? No, you're not dropping like actual pens. Oh. You're dropping like pins on a map. Okay. And uh, it was really nice, except for the fact that you could uh, spoof your location. So uh, I had the thing of pooping in the most countries because I pooped in North Korea. Wow. And I also pooped in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's just that way it is. All right. Well, I uh, hate to leave you guys with that, but... uh, (laughs) That's that's where we're, that's we're done. We're finished. Come back that's next it. week for our number two reviews. Well, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs>